have been talking about the fact that the home is under attack, families are under attack, we have disregarded God's intention for the family, and our society is suffering as a result of that. This morning, I want to continue the discussion and maybe take a little bit different uh, direction than we might think about as we talk about families and talk about those who are single and God's intention for those who are unmarried. You know, I think it's important that we talk about this because it is important. There are important instructions for those who are unmarried in the scriptures that we need to be aware of. Uh, Maybe those uh, uh, who are in our audience uh, today who will come of age uh, in the near future and be thinking about getting married. Um, uh, There is going to be a time when you're not married. You need to understand what God's intentions are for those. Uh, maybe that we will experience the loss of a spouse and be single. Uh, and maybe there's someone who's listening to this recording on the internet uh, as it gets posted who is in this, this category of being single. There are a lot of instructions in the Bible about this. And I've heard the accusation before, and I've felt it a little bit myself, that maybe the church is more focused to those who are married and married with kids, and those who are single may feel a little bit left out. The scriptures are are important to all of us in our lives, and we need to make sure that all, in whatever uh, condition we find ourselves in life, that we are, we have uh, a focus on our needs at the time with what the scriptures teach. And so, I want to look at that uh, this morning. I've got. uh, I feel like I'm qualified to preach a sermon like this. I didn't feel so qualified in preaching the sermon about women, but I do feel qualified in preaching the sermon about single. I, I married later in life, and so I, I felt some of the things that we'll talk about this morning and, 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 and dealt with some of the things we're talking about this morning. And so uh, I hope the things that we say speak about this morning are helpful. Singles need to remember that God's word says that it is okay to be single. That's in spite of what others around you may be saying. Lots of others uh, maybe look at singles and think or maybe even express, well, what's wrong with him or her? Why isn't he or she married? What's wrong with them? Why don't you just go ahead and get married? You know, what, what are you holding out for? Just get married. Why, why stay single? But it's very clear from the Bible that it is okay to be single. In fact, it may be preferable in certain circumstances. In 1 Corinthians 7, verses 25 through 28, that Joseph just read for us, we don't need to read it again, but Paul is talking about a period of time where there was going to be a great persecution and challenge for Christians. And he says, in the present distress, it would be good to not be married if you're you're not married. He says, if you're married, that's fine, stay married. But if you're not married, you ought to think about remaining single. That tells me that it is okay to be single. People may be looking at you crossways and say, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you married? But the Bible tells us it is okay to be single. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 12, Jesus talks about eunuchs. And I think he may be using this term symbolically or representatively of someone who is single. And notice what it says here. There are some eunuchs who are so born from their mother's womb, and there are some eunuchs which were made eunuchs of men, and there be eunuchs which have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. He that is able to receive it, let him receive it. There are some folks who are going to be single. 
because they've made that decision. And maybe that decision is I'm going to be single because I don't have a right to be married right now. But whatever it may be, you need to understand that if you're single, it is okay to be single. You don't need to feel like there's something wrong with you or there's something defective. It is okay to be single. Notice also, the Bible is very clear on this matter, that we need to understand that we need to be content being single. Don't think you're strange because you're not married. Don't think like there's something wrong with you that you've got to fix this problem. You need to be content being single. Contentment is something that we all struggle with, isn't it? When there's something that we don't have that we would like, it's difficult to be content. And this is especially true with those who are single. Because likely if you're single, maybe you're desiring to be married. But that is somewhat out of your control. And we need to make sure that whatever stage of life we're in, we need to be content. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, Paul says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatever state I'm in, therewith to be content. You know, there are some things in our lives that are beyond our control that we can't change. And Paul says, when you're in one of those states, be content. Being married is not like something like buying a new car. If you want to buy a new car, you just go buy a new one. Being married is not like that. You can't, this is beyond your control many times. And Paul says, be content. Some of the most discontented, discontented people I've known in my life are those who are single. And it is important that we remember to be content. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. This is telling us about the children of Israel who murmured and complained. And they had reasons to murmur and complain, perhaps. There were a lot of things in their life that weren't what they would have liked. But they had a lot of blessings that they needed to be reminded of. And maybe you're single. Maybe it's not the way you want it right now. But you need to focus on your blessings. Don't murmur. Don't complain. Be content. It is important that we remember. The Bible tells us we all need to be content, especially those who are single. And think about it. We've known of folks who got married in their 60s, maybe 70s. And would it be a shame to be discontented with your life for 50 or 60 or 70 years until you got married and waste that amount of time that you could have been happy serving the Lord and been discontented and grumbling throughout that time. Same is true for those who may have lost a spouse and it's not the way that you'd like it to be now because you're missing that spouse. But whatever state we're in, we need to be content. It's not saying that is what we want we need to be content and not murmur and complain about the condition that we find ourselves in. I'll tell you something else that singles need to remember is, and that is that you're better off than a lot of people who are married. And that may seem unusual, maybe even harsh, but I want to tell you that being married isn't going to fix all your problems if you're single. Getting married isn't going to fix all your problems, and many, I'm afraid, rush in 
to a marriage that isn't right because they have this idea that if I get married, I'll be better off and it'll fix my problems. But the scriptures are clear. There are some folks who would be better off if they weren't married. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 19 says, It's better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. And you could flip the genders on that. It'd be better better for a woman, a contentious and angry man. Maybe, I don't, somewhere. You'd be better to dwell somewhere than with a contentious and angry man. Just rushing into a marriage to get married because you think it's going to make everything right isn't the case. If you're single, you're probably better off than a lot of people who are dealing with a contentious and angry spouse. You'd be aware of that. Be content, because it could be much worse, and make your decision very cautiously. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 15 says, A continual dropping in a very rainy day, and a contentious woman are alike. You ever been camping, maybe in that tent that was leaking, and that drop, it's drops, 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 very discomforting, very uh, unpleasant, and so it would be with the spouse who is not what they should be. And so, remember, as you think about your life of singleness, that you need to be content and that you are better off than many who are married, who are married to someone who's not what they should be. There's another thing that, that singles need to remember, and that is that singles need to avoid idleness. And this is a special problem for those who are single. Idleness is not much of a problem for the couple who's married with 10 or 15 kids running around. They don't have to worry much about the dangers of idleness. Those who are single may be presented with more of a challenge. Idleness is a problem. It's a temptation and a challenge for us. And maybe it is a challenge for us with a handful of kids in the, the age that we live in today with lots of modern conveniences. Idleness is presented over and over again in the scriptures as being a problem and can lead to sins in our lives if we're not careful. In Proverbs chapter 26, verse 14, Proverbs chapter 26, verse 14 makes a general observation about idleness. As a door turneth upon his hinges, so doth the slothful upon his bed. You think about that door that just goes like this. And you think about that slothful person who just lays around all day, flopping around on their bed, or maybe goes to bed at night because they have a problem at work and they can't sleep. They're just flopping around. Idleness is a problem because God meant and designed us to be active. You remember in the Garden of Eden, when things were perfect, what did God do? He gave God, God gave men work to do, men and women are meant to be active. And for those who are single, it can give us a challenge because there may not be as many things to do, but we need to work to not be idle. Idle gives you time to think about what you would change in your life if it was up to you. Idleness gives you time to become discontent. We need to avoid the temptation to be idle, especially if we're single. This was a problem of those who were younger widows in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 13. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 13, the younger widows were told to avoid 
being idle, because look at the sins that it would open the door to. In 1 Timothy 5, verse 13, this is speaking about the young widows, and that with all they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers, also in busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. These are sins that we all can be guilty of. But especially the single person here in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 13, is saying, don't be idle. If you're idle, it'll open up the door to things like gossip and being a busybody and sticking your nose in other people's business because you haven't got a whole lot going on in your life. The solution to that is get busy. <laughs> Be busy in yourself so you don't fall into the temptation of being idle. Singles need to remember to avoid this. We all need to avoid our lives. And singles need to remember that they have unique opportunities to serve. If you want to avoid idleness in your life, use the time that you have as a single person to be serving others. You have unique opportunities. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, later in the context from what, that, what Joseph read for us, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 32, But I would have you without carefulness, he that is unmarried careth for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy in body and in spirit. But she that is married careth for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that you may attend upon the Lord without distraction. Paul is saying here, if you are single, you don't have the same distractions that someone who is married would have. Someone who is married has the, the needs of, of, of their spouse and even their children in mind. But someone who is unmarried is unbound by those things and can serve the Lord in ways that a married person can't. And so if you are single, whether you've never been married or now you're without a spouse as, as, as the death of a spouse, you need to understand there's opportunities that you have that those who are married may not have. And Paul says, take advantage of those opportunities. Serve the Lord while you're single because you have opportunities that those who are married don't have. You're not bound by the, the needs of the kids who need to be run here and there or the spouse who has needs that you need to take care of use your opportunities to serve and then finally this morning we need to understand that singles need to remember that they must maintain purity marriage exists to satisfy sexual desire and in the absence of marriage singles need to understand that they must maintain purity in 1 Corinthians, it's good for them if they abide even as I. In that day and age when Paul was writing to the Christians, there were challenges, as we noted, to being married. He said it would be good to remain single. But notice what he says, but if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. Paul says you maintain purity at all costs. You're not at liberty, well, I'm single and I just I can't maintain purity. No, Paul says maintain purity sexual purity. That is your responsibility. 
First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 2. He says, Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Paul says, you must maintain purity. Marriage exists to help with that. But if you're single, there's going to be a challenge there that you need to be reminded of and, uh, and cognizant of. And you need to gain strength to the Lord in maintaining purity. It is your obligation. God has instructions for those who are single as well as those who are married. And it is important that we not overlook the instructions that God has in this area of our life as well. Understand it is okay to be single. You don't have to be married. You should and you must be content being single. It's not what you'd like many times. It's not what you would have chosen many times. But God still wants us to be content in whatever state we're in. You understand that you're better off being single. It may not seem like it, but you're better off than many who are married, who are married to a contentious and angry spouse. You need to understand that you need to avoid idleness, that you need to use your time in using and uh, 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 taking advantage of the unique opportunities you have to serve, and you need to make sure that you're working to maintain purity. Hope the things we've talked about this morning have been helpful. If there's anything, anyone here who is struggling, if there's anything that we can do to help you with spiritual matters, would you please let us know how we can help? You can let us know while we stand and sing, or you can let us know uh, in private, but we're here to help each other. If there's anything that we can do to help you, will you please let us know? Let's all stand and sing.